Welcome to the Rapid Podcast. I am John. My co-host is Andy, and we are just one episode away from what I'm told is a very exciting conclusion to this season of Survivor Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. I have to think about the name every single time. That's how well they've marketed this season. Um, but before we get to discussing this episode, I believe, Andy, that you had an apology you wanted to make to my eardrums. Uh, honestly, I don't really care what I did to your eardrums, but I do want to thank you for the extra work you put in last week. Uh, as loud as people thought I was, I was actually louder on the raw feed, and John did a yeoman's job of bringing it down to semi-tolerable levels. And as a result of that, just my general feeling of how, you know, maybe it's not good for my health or whatever, I've decided that I will not be, uh, freaking out at this podcast i'm going to be a little more calm this week because this season isn't worth it it's not worth getting heated over and frankly i kind of feel like people are just pushing my buttons to watch me move like dance monkey for our entertainment and i don't need that i am not like some weirdo whack job that just yells all the time I'm not like the, you know, info wars of Survivor. I don't need to get, you know, screamy about everything. So mark my words, this episode, not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine why you'd yell anyway, because everyone is playing a great game. They are definitely not all running away from the easy win. Like it's a bagel and they all have a massive gluten allergy. Everyone is just going hard for that win, making big moves. The way you like it. Absolutely. And also, it's not like I've been reading a bunch of terrible opinions on the internet this week. So I, I think this should be easy. It's just, just to like discuss an episode of Survivor. And, and what an episode to discuss. It certainly had what should have been an exciting finish. Well, and another thing that's probably going to contribute to your mood is this is our first episode without your favorite Lauren, who you lost last episode. So, I mean, I imagine your mood in general is just going to be on, on a downward trend here. I mean... How else can you react to a season when uh, dealing with the loss of somebody who um, made the stupidest move in the history of Survivor that didn't involve the final tribal council? Yeah. Um, but hey, let's finally talk about what happened in this episode because leading off the episode, they tell us, all right, we're all unanimous. Hey, remember last time when we tried to vote out Ben? We're still unanimous. Didn't work last time, but nothing can possibly go wrong this time. Voting out Ben. Yeah, nothing can possibly. Oh, wait a minute. Something went wrong. Yeah, uh, that was, I mean, <laughs> they know what went wrong last time. Uh, everybody voted for him. It was a solid plan, except for one minor detail, and that is, uh, Survivor for quite some time now, maybe not 15 years, but quite some time now. It's been a game in which people can, you know, remove votes. Through a thing called an immunity idol. And look, I, I, I don't, I'm not criticizing them for not splitting the vote. Sometimes you just kind of have to make your play and it might or may not work out. Um, this week coming off of that, they had two options. They could either split the vote, which they had the ability to do. They discussed the possibility of doing or you. Work damn hard to make sure the one person you want to vote out of the game doesn't get an idol. And I mean, I guess that's just impossible. Yeah. So they had, they essentially had one job. There is like two tasks to it, but there's one job and that job is keeping Ben from being immune. 
Yeah, and frankly, the splitting votes really didn't matter because they didn't actually care. If it's not Ben, then okay, fine, you know, Mike or as it ended up, Ashley. So really, if your goal, and it should be at this point, is to get out Ben, make sure he doesn't get immunity, as you were saying. Right. And so they succeeded in that one. I mean, Chrissy won immunity. So she definitely kept uh, Ben away from that immunity necklace, which is great. See, the, so the only other thing that they would have to do then is just keep him from finding an immunity idol. The problem was, though, Mike had already gone and looked for the idol and he didn't find it. So it's it's probably not even there. Let's not even follow Ben. Sure. I mean, I'm sure he scoured every last uh, inch of that island. So at that point, why bother continually looking? Except, of course, for one thing, that's stupid. And then there's no way you looked everywhere. And for two, um, maybe they hit it after you looked, because I think that's actually what happened this uh, this time around. Um, because they probably weren't doing it while you guys were sleeping uh, with where it ended up. Uh, phrasing. That was phrasing. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, it, it's not that difficult. And but we'll allow that I'm sure other people were looking for the idol to prevent from ben getting Ben from getting it. Oh, will you still allow that sometimes they were checking in on Ben. But for the episode we were watching, it seemed pretty clear that a lot of them were pretty smug about the fact that Ben could not find an idol. Like, we don't even have to care. Yeah, and Mike even mentioned the idea of following Ben before immediately dismissing that idea. Ben himself said, hey, they're stupid not to be following me. Because again, we really have just the one job at that point. Um, now, I will say this, and this is free advice to any of them that are going to be giving exit interviews after the finale. When they ask you about this and why you didn't follow Ben, here is the answer to give so that you don't look like a complete idiot. Say, we didn't want to bother because our plan all along was that we were going to split the vote two to two and Ashley was our alternate target. We were fine. It didn't matter anyway. Ashley just didn't know about it. Say that. You're lying, but at least it would have made more sense. And also, that's the reply that Ashley herself can't give. And instead, she's like, what, am I going to watch? I'm going to go to the bathroom. And it's like, she made it like sound like, oh, no, we were watching it. But as you say, Ben himself was like, I don't understand why these people aren't watching me. So clearly he felt like there was opportunity to be watched and was pretty excited when it didn't happen. Uh, one note I, I wanted to say is uh, in Ben's favor, or at least um, I guess the advantage he had besides um, competing up against a bunch of people who were just kind of like, eh, if we say he can't find Idol enough, he never will. Uh, he's the only one among them who knows how idols are uh, typically hidden this season. Even though the other there are two other people who had an idol, Mike just followed the like third-hand knowledge of how Cole and Joe did it. So he didn't find mm-hmm. the clue is etched in on somewhere. And then with Ryan's, it was a different thing altogether. It was you know, yes. under the plate. So Ben has an advantage in this scenario. But I suppose that would also mean that you should do doubly make sure that you are following him. And, like, it's tough because there's not much else to say about this other than these people were incredibly stupid for giving the one person who they wanted to vote out, the one person they've made clear that they want to vote out, that they haven't even, like, pretended like, oh, no, how about we work with you now, Ben? They flat out went and said, you're next, buddy. Ha ha. Yeah, I mean, it was 
like Ashley and Mike were asked about it directly by Ben and they're like, yeah, but, but it is you next though. Just so you know, which I didn't begrudge them for. No, but if you, they should say yeah. that. In fact, uh, yeah. And I don't know if this is a topic for later, but you know, Ben was a dick in that moment where he's like, Oh, I can't believe Mike would say that. It's like, they just voted for you, man. Like nothing. Here's a secret. You should appreciate his honesty that he's not yanking your chain. Like when Ben asked, so who's the target? I actually liked when Mike was like, you mean besides you? Like, we all know. We all voted for you last week. Um, so yeah, it, it's fine if you want to just ostracize him and try to build something. It, it can work of us against, you know, somebody. But you can't let him find an idol. And that's basically everything about this episode just comes down to that. So any of the other complaints that people have, and we will definitely get into it, any other moves, this, uh, tri- you know, this episode, what could have been an exciting tribal council is hard to get in on because everybody besides Ben was incredibly stupid. Yeah. Again, one job, just keep him from being immune and you can unanimously vote him out. Even then... If you were willing to accept Ashley as the other target, fine, you could have done that beforehand, and you still would have been covered. That could have covered your bases. You would have been like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to follow Ben. I'm going to take the risk that I can get him out within the next two votes, which we'll learn towards the end of this episode might be a little trickier for reasons that we'll get into. But that's not even that fine, unless you've actually worked a secondary deal with Ben that he is going to vote for Ashley, or I suppose, as you say, you know, splitting the vote. Um, you don't control who goes home if Ben plays an idol unless you split the vote. And, you know, they didn't. They weren't going to, as you say, that was, you know, that would be something they lie about. I mean, I suppose they can continue to lie about because it it's like, hey, we totally were about to vote for Ben until he made it you know, useless. But no, typically, if the one person you're targeting finds an idol and you guys are all targeting him, then you're at that person's mercy unless they go and do something weird. Now, see, that would be ridiculous because are, are you suggesting that someone might, say, take an idol which has a known strength and intentionally remove some of the strength of that idol by playing it before the votes are cast. Now, they couldn't do that because that's not the rules and it's totally unfair that anyone would allow a player to diminish the asset which they've attained. That's right. Survivor is all about never letting you screw yourself. Phrasing. Um, if, if you know one thing about this show, you know that if you are doing something dumb, this show will step in and stop you. Like when JT tried to give an idol to Russell, producer stepped in. No, no, no. Listen, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. When Jason thought a freaking stick with a half smiley face on it was an immunity idol, they stepped in and said, hey, don't give that to an Eliza. You're going to look like a dummy. This show will not let you clown yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, they set a dangerous precedent this week, did they not? By uh, finally letting a, uh, a, somebody do something stupid that uh, barely, if at all, benefited them. I think it's time to talk about this. I think there's really not much else to say about the majority of the episode other than uh, everybody not named Ben completely screwed up. And when they, if they lose to him they deserve it uh, it's kind of like what like other parts of the season and it's like there there were things that were like complete joint screw-ups that just 
tar everyone. And some people end up looking worse in those scenarios because maybe they talk a bit more or they do a little bit extra, but everybody was diminished. Nobody escapes uh, the idea from this episode that they're not just stupid by just letting Ben get it. And look, if he gets it while you're, you're, you're chasing him anyway, that's happened, right? Russell just outran everybody and got an idol. Okay, but at least then you know, and then you can do something mm-hmm. about it. But now they're just like, <laughs> let's just sit around here and talk about how easy this next vote is going to be. What could he possibly do? And, and actually, I, I, I don't know which one we should get to first. I'm going to let you direct where we should go next because I'm, I, I'm just chill, man. I'm not getting upset about this stuff. Yeah, see, the problem is that there's, there's layers here because a couple things happened all at once. You know, Ben had the idol, which we didn't see, but come on. Come on. If you've seen this show, you knew. Um, and yes, normally they show it. They didn't show it in Micronesia when it happened, but normally they show it. So Ben has the idol and we all know he has the idol. Now, as you mentioned, if they're going unanimous again, they could all vote for Ben. And Ben can play that idol. Now, Ben has a really good strategy here because he's realizing Final Five is coming up and Mike is the clear swing because he sees a group of Ashley and Devin and Chrissy and Ryan and Mike's right in the middle. So, Ben has this idea, if I take out Mike, I am the swing and thus I'm valuable. I could possibly get ahead without immunity. I don't have to count on winning a challenge, which I haven't done yet. I don't have to count on fighting an idol, which, you know, risky proposition. All I got to do is insert myself as a swing vote and I give myself a fighting chance of making it to final four. Yeah, and if only he had a tool that would have uh, given him a very good chance to completely dictate which person other than him would go home that week. Oh, oh, but see, here's the thing. So he had that idol, and I, I kind of touched on this earlier. If all the votes had come to him, if he had played that idol, his vote, his lone, just Ben's vote, could have dictated who among them went home. Just as an example, Mike, who he actively claimed was who he wanted to go home. And I don't know if he would have remembered this because the last time that such a thing happened was, um, three days previously. Yeah. The, the, the last vote when Ben himself did this exact thing. Yeah. I like, I don't know why people were so upset. I just don't get it. And I will say for some people, they're just process nerds and they're like, this, this isn't the way this isn't the process. Survivor has so few rules and this is one of them. And I will put an asterisk on that. I'm not sure you're as right about that as you think you are. Uh, but like Ben did not benefit extra from what he did. The show did not give Ben a particular advantage by allowing him to do what he did. Ben had this asset that would, and frankly, I think he was trying, or maybe he had the idea of getting a little bit more out of it than just protecting himself from a vote, which he was going to do. And that, you know, when he pulls out the idol at tribal council, you can infer that he's trying to do a bit more. And the bit more would either be not play the idol because it just freaks, moves the target off of him because people assume he will play the idol or B, uh, cause enough chaos and dissension amongst the people at tribal council that, uh, one of them will go home and what, you know, somebody else will remain who also was targeted in some way. And that from that chaos might be a ladder from which he can climb out of. Uh, so I, you know, if he was trying to do more, uh, when he pulled out his idol, 
cool. Except that they completely outmaneuvered him. And when he just stands up and is like, you know what? I'm going to play this. He removes any of those powers. All he's done at this point is been immune. Yep. It goes from being an immunity idol to immunity necklace. That tool has become so much weaker. So if your stance is the show shouldn't have let it, but your stance is, is that the show should have tried to save Ben from himself. Yeah. The show should have tried to keep idols as powerful as possible. By the way, this argument being made by some people who are worried that there's too many idols and they're too powerful and it's dictating the game, blah, 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 keeps you from having to play a social game. These same people are like, oh, you broke the rules of the idol, making it less powerful. So, and then the other argument, which I think you'll enjoy as, as, as the connoisseur of fake idols that you are, some people are upset because now you can easily screw someone with their fake idol because, you know, rigid Jeff Probst, ooh, phrasing, with his adherence to the rules is going to tell you if the idol's fake or not. Because you can just say, no, go hand it to Jeff. Go play it right now. Here's the thing. I've watched this show. I think you have too. If in the future, here's some free advice. I have no intention of ever being on this show. So I will give it to whoever is listening that happens to get cast. Make a fake idol. Go up to Jeff, hand it to him and say, I'm going to play this for me after everybody votes. Jeff will not blow up your spot until after the votes are cast because Jeff likes good TV. If anything, what Ben just did gave just a tiny, tiny boost to potential future idols, fake idols. I'll allow that maybe it did, only in the respect that, like, uh, there's nowhere to go but up for the usefulness yes. of fake idols because I need to say this slowly but not loudly for the people in the back. Fake idols don't mean anything. They never have. It's a fun thing, I think. Well, I obviously don't think it's fun. But you can have your fun. People are allowed to have fun in different ways than me uh, to talk about. But by the time you pull that fake idol out at Tribal, it's over, man. It's all already over. <laughs> Unless they already weren't voting for you. And you know how I know that? Because people aren't even scared off by real idols at Tribal Council. This is why Ben had to do the thing he had to do. Because Ben put on an idol... And, and I'm not getting worked up. I'm not yelling. No, 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 no. This isn't a gotcha moment. Uh, he put on that idol. I think he was trying the old Malcolm move, right? Oh, what are you guys going to do? And what happened? Devin is like, yeah, okay, play that idol. Yeah, we're still going to yes. vote for you. Unless, yeah, wearing an idol and playing an idol aren't the same thing. So wearing a fake idol is even less because they still will vote for you to make sure that you're going to play an idol. And, of course, you can't actually play fake idols I, I remember i need everybody to realize that that the power of the idol is completely gone the second you really need it so yeah i don't think it eliminated any fake idol potential because i don't think fake idols are actually a potential to scare people at tribal council and moreover idols themselves often are they were ready or at least Devin was ready and he was talking to everybody else which is of course what spurred Ben on in action in the first place? Oh, darn, my first bluff didn't work. And to the whole idea that made Ben made this awesome move, some people were thinking, even though, again, he made his idol much weaker than the potential things he could have done with it. Um, I don't think that was a plan. I think that was spite. That was Ben acting emotionally to Devin calling him out. Uh, the way Ben has been acting emotionally to most things this season. Devin was all like, nah, man, I'm not buying it. Uh, you know, well, we're still going to vote for you. Uh, and I think Devin could do that because he had reasonable expectation that the vote wasn't coming towards him. Yep. 
Um, and then Ben was like, I am playing it. I'll show you. I'll play it right now. Which, at that point, while entertaining for the jury, so maybe that is an ancillary benefit that Ben gets from this. Although I also suspect he would have gotten the same benefit, if not more, if he surprised everybody and played it and, you know, sent the person of his choice home. That removed that, and now Ben's sitting there negotiating. If you want to do this, uh, vote with me. And it's like, we don't need to vote with you, man. You're, in fact, your vote's not going to help, which I think leads to another discussion of people thinking that Devin screwed himself with what he did with Ashley. Oh, let's get to Devin later. There's one last little point that I want to make about Ben. You may not have noticed this, but Ben knows where the idol is because he, he saw the clue, says the idol's under the shelter. He's got to get to it, right? The problem, of course, is the shelter is a very popular location. There's always people there. And Ben is very, very hell-bent on, well, man, this is tough because I've got to get it but I can't let them know I've got it. Now, never mind the fact that he's going to immediately pull it out at tribal council because he can't let them know he's got it. But Ben cannot possibly let them know that he is trying to do something to make himself immune because, my God, the ramifications of that. Can you imagine what they would do if they saw Ben finding that immunity idol? I want to say a couple notes on that because I know that bothers you. And I think live, it's like, who cares, man? Let them all see. As soon as you find it, just wave in front of everybody. They're all voting for you. The need for subterfuge isn't that necessary. Um, I understand maybe not letting people know you're go- about to grab the idol in case you don't get it before they do. You know, we saw, we saw in this very season a fight in the same spot. Now I will say under the, the, um, the, the shelter might be a tough place for people to box you mm-hmm. out, but yeah, maybe he's a little slow getting there. I don't know. Maybe he's got bad army knees or something. So I understand like if I can do this a little more surreptitiously, that's fine. And here's the other thing with Ben. I think if it ever came down to it, if they are like, it's time to go. I mean, he says it in a confessional. I'm not leaving here until I get it. That's when you're like, whatever. Tell, tell her that yeah. the logs off and grab it. And like people are like, what's he doing? And then he'd be like, idle. But you know, if you're going to find it, uh, if you, if it can be done without anybody noticing, sure, give it a shot. As long as you have free time to just be like, oh, you know, change of plans. I'm just doing this right now. Um, now if you're going to try to preserve the secret, then maybe maintain the secret throughout so that it maintains the power mm-hmm. that you have. And again, I don't necessarily mind the play of, you know, here's the idol, what you guys are going to do about it. Except I think, I don't know if that move works anymore. I, I'm not sure it does, especially at this point in the game. But, like, it worked for Malcolm. I guess Jay was able to deflect some votes when he had an idol, but it was like, I don't know if he was, like, wearing it. Did he? I'm not sure. But I also kind of feel like they weren't voting for him that uh, at that point anyway. Uh, but, like, the best Mike was able to do when he, like, flashed idols at uh, Tribal Council, which is the precedent that everybody wants to speak about that Jeff Probst set and then totally broke, was he got, like, one person or two people to vote for Tyler, but... It, they ultimately all still voted for Shireen anyway. And I want to just on that note, on the precedent, it's actually different what Mike did and what Ben did. What Mike did was ask, hey, is this thing a real idol? When you ask Jeff, he has time to be like, man, I don't need to answer your question. If you walk up to Probst and like demand that something is happening, force the action, now you're forcing him in the moment, split second, to make a decision. And a lot of people... Uh, when, you know, forced into situations like that, revert to the truth. And I think that's what Jeff was doing there. Uh, the last thing I think, you know, we've, we've been attacking this from the side is like, 
don't get up in arms that Ben got an advantage here. He actually played himself a bit. Is that what would have happened if Probst said, nah, you can't play this right now? What would have changed? Yeah. Ben would play the idol after the votes. Yeah. And nobody would have voted for him because they know now that he's going to play. You think everybody's going to be like, no, 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 he's still bluffing. He knew what would happen when he did that. No, nothing changed. What probes allowed to happen was just like, okay, well, this is going to happen anyway. And now I know a lot of people was like, okay, but he shouldn't have verified that it was an idol. It's like, well, you can't really say Ben has played an idol without saying that Ben has played a real idol. Now, again, now that this has happened in your scenario with a fake idol, maybe then pros would just say nothing. Sure. Uh, but in the moment, yeah, all he was doing is just like, okay, well, this is going to happen anyway. And this is kind of cool. This is different. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, if Jeff had been like, you know, the rules state, now is the time to play your idol. Uh, so you got to sit down, Ben. Ben would be like, all right. And then nobody would have voted for him because they knew he was going to play an idol. And then he would have played his idol. Uh, so <laughs> nothing changed. All the votes that went to Ashley would have gone to Ashley, whether Probst accepted that or not. Because the second that Ben forces the action, the, the toothpaste is out of the tube. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to emphasize that, like, what really angered me was Ben's confessional acting as though it was super important that no one know that he get this idol. And yet... He's totally willing to reveal it immediately when he gets to tribal council. Um, the other thing is, it is a question of timing. Like, if you have the time, sure, be stealthy, get it. But like you said, if it's a matter of don't get the idol or let everybody see you getting it, yes, tear the whole shelter apart right in front of them before you go to tribal council. Because who cares? Because that came up back in Karamoan when Andrew was following Malcolm and Malcolm wouldn't find the idol. Just who cares if she sees you get it, Malcolm? She is babysitting you, puppy sitting you, whatever they called it back at the time. Just find the idol. Yeah. The the point is make yourself immune. It, the secret is secondary to the immunity. And to be fair to Ben, he did. Right? And yeah, there was a cut where we didn't get it, but I didn't believe it for a second. This uh, episode was trying very hard to make us invested in whether or not Ben would find an idol, except that, and, and you know, look, for the rubes that watched his show, maybe it was a big surprise. Like for most of us, we're like, oh, just, he's gonna find the idol. We know it. You wouldn't keep going back to it if he didn't. Um, but yeah, it's like the precedent itself, the rule. This is the time. I don't think it also states, though, that you cannot do it before. And I think the reason why it doesn't state that you cannot play it until that moment is because they wouldn't think that somebody would want to because that's a worse time to play your idol. Yes, that is a dumber thing. Like, they actually used to make the, immun the original immunity idol had to be played that way. And they realized, oh, wait, this is actually dumber. Let's change, id change idols so that they don't function in that way. Yeah, so if somebody wanted to be like, no, 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 I want to go back to the Hogaboom days, when all it does is a one-time use only, uh, 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 extra immunity necklace, uh, pfft, I guess, man. And now look, in future, if they decide, oh, no, no, this is like a, a ceremony that we should have, uh, then they will explicitly state it more. The one and only time you can play this is when prompted by Jeff, but like, I think it's not, um, impossible to interpret that as, that is your last chance to play this. And of course, the only time you play it, unless you're kind of weird. And I almost wonder if it was his plan to show it off at tribal council. As you say, you know, he was preaching stealth. And it's just, again, he just got pissy because they were attacking him. He's like, you know what? Screw you guys. Look at what I got. Because 
I can't rule that out with Ben. Yeah, as you mentioned, Ben is the emotional person, and I think his buttons were pushed. And we'll get into the button pusher a little bit later, because I have many thoughts on that subject. Just a quick aside, did you happen to catch uh, Ashley's exit interview? No, not really. I have bits and pieces that have been shared. What, what do you got? Okay, because uh, she claims that th- where she really screwed up was when um, Chrissy tried to pull Ashley over to her side. Back when Chrissy still, or um, when Ashley was still on the side of Lauren, Devin, and Ben. Um, so, of course, Ashley is now saying, I'm such an idiot. I should have gone with Chrissy at that moment. Now, I want to ask you, how is it that it has been months since they've played? You know, there has been all this intervening time since they actually filmed the show. She is well-fed. She's had plenty of time to think about it. How is Ashley still this dumb? Like, the the entire premise there is her saying, back when I had and a team of allies, which had immunity and an advantage in numbers and Lauren's extra vote. And unbeknownst to her, but two idols. Yes. And essentially, a nearly impossible rate of failure. Like, it would take a colossal up for that to fall apart. Now, that's exactly what happened, because that's what this season gives us. But she is still thinking, even now, well, no, that was dumb. I should have just left that hugely beneficial situation and dove wholeheartedly into the side with these people that I did not have very strong bonds with and just kind of hoped that maybe that I would have gotten to the end. Now, in her defense, Chrissy's a good person to take to the end for reasons that we'll get into later. But, you know, I don't know that she's still great with tactics and strategies, even months removed and well-fed. I should have sided with the two people who voted for me, the previous tribal council. Yeah, I think maybe what's going on with Ashley is that she's working really hard in these exit interviews from the excerpts I've seen to seem like a good sport. And it's like, ah, you know, Devin just did what he needed to do. I should have done that. Oh, no, she's perfectly fine. I've never had a problem with her, yada, yada, yada. Like, she's like, I'm not mad. I'm laughing. Uh, So maybe that's going on. But I will give her some credit, partial credit. She's right. That that moment with, uh, when they were working her over at the reward challenge was when she screwed up the game. Just in the opposite way she's talking about. When, you know, she took that and then continued to talk about it with her alliance. Hey, maybe we should vote out Ben. That's when she lost. That's when it all came together. When Ben walks up on them when they're having that discussion and then decides, oh, screw you guys, blows up what should have been, if not a final four alliance, at least an alliance to get past until the numbers won't work against me the very next vote should Lauren go home. And she would have been good. Just wait for that. But no, she couldn't wait. She had to make her move. Uh, the move that Chrissy was convincing her to do. She had to, I guess, tell, you know, prove to Joe that she wasn't the goat that, you know, he said she was. That's when you lost the game, actually, is when you started and continue to talk about betraying the person you had just made an alliance with. Okay. Now, now let's get back into, I just had that quick aside about Ashley because, just bothered me a little. I understand that you are nice and calm. Yes. Things are not going to bother you. No, no. Water off the duck's back. Yes. But now that you're in this nice, calm mindset, let, let's do something that's very important that's been brought up on the actual show. Let's talk resumes. Because there are now five players left in this game. They've all got resumes that they've got to bank on if they get to the final tribal council. You know, what? how are they going to sell themselves to this jury? 
show everybody that they played the winning game and that they deserve the votes of this jury. So let's start with Devin. Because as you pointed out earlier, Devin managed to sit next to Ben and calmly deflect all of Ben's attempts to rile Devin up and instead flip that back to the point where Ben said, screw you, I'm going to play the idol before I even have to. That seems like a pretty good move, right? It Of the bad choices that Devin was suddenly uh, confronted with the second that Ben points that out, yeah, because here's what happens if Devin uh, decides to just, you know what, no, Ashley's my... Uh, my my buddy, my my number one alliance partner. I'm going with her. Couple things. For one, you've transferred the power to Ben, and he could have just done what he ended up doing, voting for Ashley. And now Devin walks away from that tribal council without Ashley, and to a beach where he's betrayed everybody else. Who, um, who and one person, Mike, who he would have voted for if he was voting with Ashley, and then also in Chrissy and Ryan, proving that he's not actually with them, that Ashley was more important than they, even though he just made a very fruitful final three uh, deal with them. Uh, so that's the that's one negative. That's not even the worst negative. If Ben does vote for Dr. Mike, as he's suggesting he's going to do, David knows they don't have the votes to eliminate Dr. Mike. So if he just does this because he doesn't want to piss Ashley off on her way to the jury, which, you know, you don't want to piss people off on the way to the jury, but sometimes life doesn't present you with perfect choices. If he does that, it's three votes Mike, three votes Ashley. Chrissy is immune. And what happens in the situation with the tie? Ben is immune. Now, Devin is drawing rocks in a 50-50 split. It's him and Ryan drawing rocks. That's what happens if Devin does what Ben wants to do. Devin isn't that stupid. Devin made the right play, and he, you know, forced Ben to waste that idol. Ben didn't get to walk out of this tribal council with an extra idol. Ben also didn't get to split everybody. When we walk away from this tribal council, one person left, nobody else got votes, and Ben doesn't have an idol. Those seem to be pretty um, reasonable outcomes for a plan that had fallen apart on Devin. Yeah, I want to I want to point out some stuff. I, I think I'm going to go into full Devin fanboy mode here because, as you know, I am, of course, the biggest Devin fan around and have been this entire season. No one can disprove that comment. Um, Max Jets, one of our commenters, pointed this out. Devin has voted in the majority every single tribal council that he's been in this season. The only time Devin's target didn't go home was when Ben played that idol. Um, that is the sign of someone who is plugged in, who knows what's going on strategically, who is either dictating votes or at least involved enough in the decision-making process that he knows where to put his own vote. Now, some people, possibly on this podcast, suggested last week that him making his alliance with Ashley a very public thing was just this terrible idea. Now, it makes a lot more sense if, as I mentioned with Ashley's exit interview, if you go back to that world where Lauren isn't a fantastically impossible idiot that could sabotage their game to the point that, like, she gets voted out in that same episode, it would have been fine. Like, Lauren, Devin, Ashley with Lauren's double vote, it was unbeatable. So, you know, yes, it may not have been ideal, but it also wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Yeah, it was nearly foolproof, and we need to qualify that with nearly because we saw what happened when a fool was playing. 
Yes, exactly. A, a fool did manage to get around those foolproof defenses. Um, this week, Devin cuts Ashley because it's in his best interest. And I still think she votes for him. I guarantee you she is pissed right now. But in the three to four days, whatever, when it's time to go to actual final tribal council, she's going to realize, oh, every single other person there voted for me. Devin couldn't have possibly saved me, even if he voted with me. So fine. He did what he had to do. He wanted to win the game. I wanted to win the game. I think he still has Ashley's vote. Yeah, I thought that like immediately as the episode was ending, like, oh, no, she's going to be mad, but he'll have the chance. Because also, and people, uh, I think, just haven't really, you know, they, they know, but they haven't really thought about this. You get so many more opportunities to explain your actions in the new Final Tribal Council format than you did before. Yeah, because it's a much more interactive experience. So if someone brings up a point, you can refute what they're saying, and you can actually have other people back you up and make the case for you. So one more point. In this very episode, Devin resurrected an alliance with Ryan and also through Ryan, Chrissy, that had basically been dead for a week and a half in island time. And I cannot picture a single scenario where Devin loses to either of those two. In fact, I would guess that he crushes that final tribal council and wins in an overwhelming landslide. But both of them were more than willing to go along with it. Yeah, and I think this speaks... uh I suppose the one caution, the fact that everybody wants to work with Devin, which I think is a positive, as people have mentioned, is that they aren't viewing him as a winner. And that's why, you know, no, nobody wants to go to the end with the clear and present threat, but that's because that threat is Ben. And to a lesser degree, Mike, just due to original tribal alliances. But since Devin ain't trying to go to the end against Ben and or Mike, that's fine. Um, you know, and if it were happen, I think he could hold his own against Mike. I'm starting to question against Ben because even though um, everything he did was wrong, and I also think that uh, – I'm oh, sorry, I shouldn't say. Not everything Ben did was wrong, but he did uh, right. turn what was you know a surefire thing into a, le- a, a more suboptimal. And I do think that Devin outmaneuvered him in that tribal council. I think it probably plays well to the jury uh, and also just builds on the fact that like we've all been talking about how you can't go to the end of this guy and now you can't get rid of him, so that's on you. So I do think yep. you know Ben could beat Devin in a final jury, but that's not what Devin's looking for. Yeah, he got, in this very episode, when he was dead to the water because of a horrifically stupid play of last week, all of a sudden, whoa, final three with the worst two people here. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, he sucks a survivor, and anybody, uh, uh, I don't see it, man, I don't see it. What, what's good about Devin? I certainly am uh, viewing these things objectively and not just cheering for people that I enjoyed from the very beginning, despite all evidence since then. Not yelling. Uh, listen, as I said, I am the biggest Devin fan, and thus I may be ever so slightly biased. But come on, this is objective fact. Like, Devin of this entire group, sure, put Devin in a different season, maybe he's just a average to above average player. But look at the rest of this final five. Devin is a strategy god amongst these people. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the fun encounter that I've been seeing is like, oh, I don't see that he's a great player. Uh, yeah, you don't need to be. Have you looked him around? I, nope. Yeah, he's not a great player. No, he's not. Part because he's one of the idiots who couldn't decide to like, hey, this one person we need to get rid of, let's 
let him roam freely. He's, no, yeah, he was involved in some of the dumbest vote splits in the history of the show. So sure, no, he's not a great player. Stop looking for greatness. It ain't here. It's not there. It's nowhere near her that. And frankly, I don't know where people got in their head that you need to be a great player to win Survivor. All you need to be is better than the two people you are facing in the end. Or more liked than the two people. Yeah, don't even need to be better. So if that will happen, and we saw in this very episode how that could happen... Unless you are harboring under the delusion that Chrissy would ever in a billion years get a chance with this particular jury. That's how. That's how Devin wins. Now, look, I think there are arguments edit-wise that why he wouldn't be the winner. I think, you know, if you don't think Devin's going to win this season, that's fine. I, I might agree with you. Spoiler alert. But... Don't act like the bar for Devin is higher than anybody else here than this final five. And I think there's a case. And I'm still not yelling. So, nah. So, on that note, let's talk about the people that Devin's going to be competing against. And let's start with one of those people that he just made a final three deal with, Ryan. Because Ryan has managed to package the physical ineptitude of Sandra with the strategic acumen of Rupert. Yeah, I mean... The best I can say for Ryan is that he hasn't been front and center with a lot of these massive screw-ups over the last little bit. He has receded to the background and thus has not looked as bad uh, simply by, you know, not doing much. But the other thing that Ryan's done over the last little bit is nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's not even a featured character anymore. He was pretty heavily a featured character when things were going well for Ryan. What's Ryan's highlight from the past three episodes? The last, the last we saw of Ryan was that he'd waited too long to flip on his seven person alliance. And he went from having Devin and Chrissy as loyal allies to completely blowing it with Devin to the point where Devin just cut him out and went with the whole other group that we didn't realize Devin had connections with. Do you? Ryan's own actions of yes, uh, that was a self-inflicted wound from Ryan. Yeah, you're the only person I'm trusting with this idol. Hey Ben, you're the only person I'm trusting with this idol. Like yeah, and the other people that he put on the jury, he put them there. No, I and also if you accept, and I know there are some delusional people who refuse to accept this, and no amount of new information week to week will convince them otherwise. But if you accept that Chrissy is not well liked out there. Um, how much do you think her sidekick is liked? Yeah, that's the thing is I think that Ryan is kind of viewed as the lesser of the Ryan and Chrissy alliance. Like he is the sidekick in that duo. But yeah, he's still that. Like, which sidekick has done well in a final three, I should add, uh, to the hated player? Has anybody been like it? I mean, Again, final two, you can, you know, throw Amber at you want me if you want, but final three. No, they just go to the third person. Like, and that includes poverty in Heroes versus Villains. Like, even she couldn't wash off the stink of working with Russell Hans. So your argument is that Ryan is going to? What's Ryan going to say at a final tribal council? What's his killer argument against any other person but Chrissy to win this season? Well, I was abysmal at any kind of challenge. Not just physical. Any kind of challenge. And if you were on my team, you were probably going to lose and I cost you a meal. Two, uh, I had no control strategically for this game from the moment it picked up. I am 
very few of you are there uh, since uh, the big flip happened uh, are there because of me. I was just around for the ride, and anybody who is there at the second half of the season knows that I'm here because voting me out was an important thing to do. He has no case. So, I mean, you know, unless you're just actively trolling us and bravo for trying to keep that up, stop with the idea that Ryan represents anything but a goat. All right. So let's, let's move on to a bit of a, a more of a 50-50 ball, if you will. Ben. Ben has an interesting resume. And I think point A on that resume, the top bullet point, is probably that everybody says Ben should win. <laughs> Yeah, and like, ultimately, and as it starts to get closer and closer, that's probably all he's going to need. You know? Especially because I doubt he will be going up against anyone that will present a challenge for him. Um, namely, Devin. Uh, I think it's one or the other. I doubt it's both. Um, so, I suppose there's a way that it could be both. Uh, yeah, I think just the perception will become reality, and what he's done the past couple weeks, even though he hasn't done a very uh, great job with it. Last week he did pretty great job with it. Uh, it plays well, man. I mean, we've had people that were sitting on the jury talking about what an amazing tribal council it was, and I think from their perspective, it was. But, you know, from our removed perspective, you can see all the things that he didn't do. Yeah, let's, let's touch on some of those, because I got a few bullet points from Ben's history here. Um, one, he didn't swear on his Marine, and he got very emotional about that. Um, the emotion tends to be a theme with Ben, as you pointed out earlier. Um, he's not the most calm, level-headed guy. He's, he's the type of person that you could get under his skin if you wanted to. So a good player, if they were in a final tribal council with Ben, might try to poke the bear on that one, if you will. Fr- frankly, it won't even take the other player. It could be jury members. You don't think Joe is going to want to you know, poke at Ben just for fun? Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past Joe. Lauren is going to demand Ben explain himself for what he did to her. Like, she has very good reason to believe that she was personally betrayed with the information that he she had been sharing with him all the time because she probably doesn't recognize the culpability she had in talking about it because she didn't know that he hurt. Yeah, and there's another example. Ben has seemingly betrayed some people, which might not play too well, depending on how particular jurors choose to vote. Um, he did do an amazing double agent act, but in the process might have caused Ryan and Chrissy to be a little pissed at being on the other, the receiving end of that double agent act. Maybe even Mike to some degree, but I kind of feel like probably not. Well, Mike has plenty of other reasons to be pissed at Ben. Ben has been like, you know, pulling the rug out from under Mike this whole game. Or at least the whole time they've been playing together. The, the one note for Ryan and Chrissy is uh, they might not have a say in that matter. <laughs> right. Um, so he also said Chrissy was mothering him. He thought his idol play this week was just brilliant, despite all evidence that we've already discussed. Ben has a very, like, up-and-down resume. He certainly has some points that you'd be like, if you're if you're trying to argue in favor of Ben, you could emphasize and make Ben look better. But at the same time... We've talked about for a couple weeks, like, why there is some holes in that Ben armor that a good player could exploit. On the other hand, there aren't really good players left to exploit it. Maybe if he gets to the end with Devin, maybe Devin could do that. I'm with you, though. I don't think they get to the end together. Yeah, I mean, I think Ben, if he wins this season, uh, will be 
one of the worst winners ever in a very different way than any of the other worst winners. Yeah. Usually it's because like the worst winners are like completely happenstance. Like, you know, uh, somebody had to win. Okay. Maybe you or the jury, you know, um, didn't like the way they were put on the jury, which is, you know, always their prerogative. Ben will have done a lot of stuff to get there. It's just like, it, it should have hurt him it sh- yeah and and a lot of the things that didn't hurt him weren't because of superior maneuvering on his part but the idiocy of everyone around him he should have just gone home near the merge when he couldn't figure out that you can't split votes in a way that puts you know half of your vote split at fewer numbers than the people not involved in it like like this event like just such an incredibly flawed game but it might be enough amongst these people because yeah you know, as i said with devin somebody's gotta win and moreover i think the jury will punish the people who go to the end against Ben for not getting rid of Ben. We've been talking this whole time and you failed at that task. And, you know, there's been at least one winner in the history of Survivor that was able to win in part by, you know, when failing at the task she set out for herself. But these people aren't that person, man. Not even close. <laughs> hey, speaking of failing your way to success, let's talk about Mike. How How could Mike possibly lean on his resume to win because here's here's the Mike resume and feel free to jump in if you got any points you want to add because Mike's resume is a fascinating one. So Mike completely blew the idol play. We we covered that in detail. In a way that everybody there recognized too. Like that's not just us home at home. They like they were apologizing to Joe for how bad Mike blew that and they didn't even like Joe. Joe was actually calling out Mike following that tribal council as an idiot. Joe, who was Mike's last ally in the game, was like, you idiot, you screwed this up for us. Yeah, I, oh, sorry, continue with his resume, if you've got anything. Right, so he also fell for Devin's secret agent plan with Ben. I don't know that I would call that a huge negative on his resume. I mean, it was a good acting job by Ben. It was a good plan by Devin. Um, the, the issue here is that Mike is kind of convinced that Mike is great at this game. We already talked in previous weeks about how all it takes for Mike is just like moving off the very bottom of the totem pole. And Mike thinks that he's on top of the world. Like he, he doesn't seem to gather that he's not doing anything to climb to the top. He's merely avoiding the bottom. And that's not how you win. Except that maybe it will be like, I can't rule it out. And just, this is how Mike wins. Uh, we all like you better, Mike, and we don't like them. Like that's it. That's it. And it's like he has uh, a good number of you know original healer tribe mates, and every one of them, I suspect, would be like, "Man, Mike should not be our standard bearer, but here we are." Uh, and they thought they would kill us, and good on you for Mike. And I want to, so it could happen. I don't think it's going to happen, and I think that the show wouldn't have been dunking on Mike as much as it did, and or has been, um, if it was. Uh, this. Final five, more than most, if not any, probably not any, but more than most, should disprove anybody who tries to talk about somebody as being good at Survivor because they got to a certain point. Mike is not here in the final five because he is good at Survivor. He is here in the final five because he's 
bad at Survivor. It, well, he's here despite being bad at Survivor. It, it could either be because... Oh, because! Bad. He is here because! They're here like, we don't need to get rid of Mike because he sucks at Survivor. So, anybody who wants to be like, oh, this person did what do, do well, they went really deep, they must be good. No! Sometimes terrible Survivor players are brought to the end, and Mike is that case, and in fact, I think this is why people keep screwing it up with Ben, is because they keep looking around at who they should vote out, and it's like, Mike sucks, Ryan sucks, Christy sucks, why would we ever vote them out? And the answer is, sometimes you gotta vote out the sucky players, too. And, ah, damn it. I was just gonna say, do my ears deceive me? Have you been goaded into yelling? Oh my goodness, I, I, I apologize profusely. About Mike. I didn't think Mike would be the one that tripped me up. Oh, I know, and you know what's funny is, I saved this one for the end, just for you. you know Let's what? talk Chrissy. Not, not, not gonna do it. I, I'm, they all, sometimes, uh, there are screw-ups on the road to recovery, but you just need to recenter yourself, because I am not going to be dragged into a Chrissy argument, because Chrissy <laughs> arguments are stupid. Chrissy arguments are this. A bunch of us have been watching the show and recognizing every diff- uh, new piece of information that have been fed to us, and some others of us made a decision on Chrissy early on and are pig-headedly sticking with it. And... I should say that maybe on some level I could admire pig-headedly sticking with something, but stop acting like the burden of proof on Chrissy is on us, because it's not. Show me some evidence of somebody who likes her, and then maybe you can keep talking. But other than that, he's like, oh, are we still talking about this with Chrissy? Yeah, because another thing happened. When the... uh, universally agreed upon threat of Ben was still an option to be voted for, she was like, no, maybe actually though. I like that what it took to get you to yell on this one was saying Chrissy's name. <laughs> As I'm saying, I'm not going to do it. I'm a fraud. Yeah. Uh, so here's, here's my, my points on Chrissy, which are well-trod territory at this point. She is, of course, the queen of the social game. And let's, let's, underline some of the finer points of that social game that she has she has either no or nearly no relationship with lauren devin desi cole and joe that is five members of a jury potentially five yeah depending on what happens with Devin. right yeah okay okay that's true devin not necessarily on a jury that that's potentially five jurors that she has just given up on stellar social game and prior to the jury you can add Allie and rourke and it also kind of seems like she didn't have a very close relationship with ashley although ashley has been offering mild defenses of her um and they were at the beginning uh she also had no relationship with katrina so yeah queen of the social game man yeah i want to point out she in this very episode we watched it on tv this is not me making this up this is her in a confessional saying she basically has never really interacted with Devin. There are three or four days left in this game. When in her master social plan did she think that she was going to build a relationship with Devin, the person that she's going to ask to vote for her potentially in a jury situation? 3D chess, man. She knew that uh, she was going to win a challenge with him and that she would um, uh, trick him into bringing Ryan. She knew, man. Sure. Sure. It's all about timing. Hang on a second. She also wants to put Ben on the jury, but in doing so, has to be as dismissive of him as possible to his face at the tribal council. Because what you really want to do is make a juror 
hate you. Because that's how you're going to get their vote. How do you decide, I'm going to get on the comment boards today, I'm going to fire up the Twitter machine and fly the Chrissy flag, an episode after, when Ben pulls out an idol and she's like, oh, you don't have to be like that. Come on, people! There's better uses of your time! Let this one go! She sucks! And the only defense you can have that I will accept that maybe there aren't enough reasons for us to suggest the things we keep suggesting about it is simply that she hates everyone. And she doesn't see gender. And I will allow that. This was actually a defense that Joe put up on Twitter. She just hates everyone. Okay, maybe that's it. But, like, why? Why are you defending her? What, what satisfaction could you derive from somebody who we keep getting so many examples of why they suck and well, look people want to just keep defending well she did this for that reason she oh she voted for ashley because uh ashley is their big competition for challenges as though challenges matter to the player that nobody wants to vote out um yeah, there's always a reason. Just like every NFL team has a reason for not hiring Colin Kaepernick, there's always a reason. But sometimes, some people are capable of looking past those reasons and recognizing that there are, like, larger societal issues that somehow affect a great deal of people, but never seem to affect one person. We can never talk about one person being like that, even though, like, we have mounds of evidence that certainly there are some people like this. So maybe it's not her. Maybe she's just I like that her social game is hot garbage and yet she talks it up like it's great. Like it's, she is roughly as equally terrible at relating to other humans as I am, except I recognize that I'm terrible at it. I would never claim that I'm good at it. She's out there acting as though this is all part of the brilliant master strategy of Chrissy, social manipulator. Reminder, six people left in this game. There are two of them that she either is actively rubbing the, her feelings in their face or not talking to. Three days left in the game. When has we seen Chrissy be charitable with somebody emotionally? I, I, and look, it's maybe it happened with some people that she was aligned with at the time. But like when somebody else wins a challenge, is she all good job? Uh, when somebody makes a good play at tribal council, oh, you guys really did well there. Nah, it's always snooty. Somebody's always, uh, doing something to Chrissy. It, she's always the aggrieved party. When Ashley gets turned down by her main ally, Chrissy makes that about her. Uh, and that Ashley was, uh, that made an affront to her. She sucks. And you, <laughs> and I don't know why people are wasting their energy trying to argue otherwise. She is not the avatar you're looking for. Wait for someone better to come along. And also, she's not going to win this game. Uh, it's not worth discussing in any other way. She's, if she, Chrissy ever got a vote, I would willingly leave this podcast. <laughs> I, I would, I write, write this final point, this bullet point for her in the smallest possible font. She doesn't hate women. Let's just move on. Let's not even discuss this any further. She definitely does not. Um, let's move on instead to our gimmick of the season, which is the heroic healing and hustling moments. And I'm going to let you start. What did you have as your heroic moment this week? Uh, I'm going to give it to Mike uh, for being able to uh, exhibit and express his physical superiority over someone. That had to be a big moment for him. <laughs> he had to feel pretty good. Yeah. 
It's a new experience, you know. I'm sure he embraced it, um, lived in it as much as he could. Hey, guys, gather around. Let's talk about the nerd. God, did you see how bad he was at that challenge? Like, that must have been a fun new experience. That, that's, like, right up there with, like, snorkeling in Fiji is something, like, the game has given to Mike. That was probably Mike's first ever, like, incident of, like, you know, locker room talk. Like, bros, did you see that loser out there dragging me down? I was carrying his ass, bro. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I, I, of course, would also pick a challenge moment, but mine would be Devin tossing those rings like a champ. Count the rings, Devin. Yeah, you can't catch up to him. It's all baskets. Uh, That's right. For healing, um, I think it's easily Devin and Ryan patching up their rift uh, mm-hmm. over, uh, you know, the choice of you know, bringing him on a war challenge and moreover uh, the healing bonds that come from why, uh, both thinking that you can beat each other in the finals. Yes. And one of you is delusional. Yeah. The other is Devin. And, and I like, look, there's the argument that I made that the fact that nobody seems to think Devin is a threat might actually um, speak poorly of Devin. But I also cannot rule out that the arrogance of Chrissy and Ryan could just never see how a person like Devin could be a threat to their brilliance. Right. Because Ryan is the same one an episode or two ago saying, I can't believe we got outsmarted by these 25 year old surfers. Yeah. He played you. And if you can't believe it, the jury certainly can. Uh, what do you, ha- what do you have for healing? Uh, same thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, I said Devin at that point I was infringing, uh, uh, but, yep. it, but it's true. So what are you going to do? Uh, hustle moment. What do you got? All right. Devin forcing Ben to play that idol before the votes were read. Nice. Uh, I think it has to be Ben by default. I mean, he's the only person who was hustling this episode. That was the most infuriating <laughs> part of it. How dare all. you? And, and like, it's like, that's it. That's what's infuriating about this episode is how nobody else would do anything. And they allowed the thing that couldn't happen to happen. Everything else that you guys are getting mad about is just you struggling for a new way to say that the season is bothering you because these people <laughs> suck. It's not because Probst allowed uh, uh, somebody to weaken their idol. It's not because of an idol was put in the game because I, I, this is not new. The idols have been put back in the game at this point multiple times before. The idol is good until the final five, which means typically there is an idol to be good until final five. And why this feels like a lot is because for a change, idols are being played constantly, and it should be noted Almost every tribal council, not always successfully. You know, right. So, like, oh, idols are changing everything. Well, it didn't really change much for Lauren. Didn't help Mike very much. Ryan's didn't amount to Jack Squat. So, no, yep. it's, it's just, look, Ben has found idols when he needed to. And that might not be what you want, both because maybe Ben is annoying you, or B, you're tired of the storyline of let's get out, Ben. Oh, no, we can't. But it's, it's, this isn't the show, man. The show didn't do it. They're not doing more. She's not, they're not trying to goose the action. Idol is good until Final Five means that we're probably going to have an idol around until Final Five. The the last time that they didn't show somebody uh, finding an idol that they played was in Micronesia at Final Six. <laughs> Just like now. <laughs> and, and as you know, the, the deep fans will know. Parvati found one at Final Five. She just didn't do anything with it because she didn't need it. This is nothing new under the sun. This is not the reason this season is frustrating. It's frustrating because we're watching idiots play Survivor. All right. So let's predict how those idiots will finish out this season. But before we do, I should point out something 
there is a uh, spoiler as to the game mechanics of how this season is going to end. Not a spoiler as to any finishes or anything necessarily, but we're probably going to have to discuss that in making our predictions unless you just want to give names first and then go into reasoning. No, absolutely. I am going to discuss that which has been spoiled. If you are not spoiled in this regard, and again, this is I do not know who are going to do well in what position, but how something is going to work, uh, which I believe you know, uh, uh, possibly the advantage that was teased. If you have not been spoiled on that, you do not want to be just uh, turn off the podcast now, or at least skip to the last ten seconds if you're really curious about what song we're going to play. Uh, <laughs> so that, that that is the the spoilers ahead on that exact thing, which I think most of you already know about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, this is strictly game mechanic stuff. If those of you that know it already know what we're talking about, but we've given you ample warning. So let's move on. Who is coming in fifth, Andy? Uh, so I think Ben will be immune some way or another, either winning his first challenge or finding the rehidden idol because yeah, I, I think there's a chance it'll be done because I, everything I just said. Uh, so when he's immune, Mike will get voted out because they fear the, um, potential, you know, healer voting block. Correct. Yeah, I got Mike in fifth as well. So let's move on to fourth then. Who is our fourth place finisher? And this is where it comes in. There is now a new rule of how fourth place is handled. Uh, and we haven't talked about this all season, in part because we didn't do preseason coverage. Uh, this will be the thing that everybody gets infuriated about next week. Uh, even people who know it, they, it'll reignite <laughs> the infuriation. Uh, that's not a word. The fury nope. that they had in the preseason when this was announced, uh, some of which justified, some of which is the exact same fury they get when any new thing is announced on Survivor. Um, in order to combat the fact that it's a well-known Survivor thing, that one of, one of, if not the best player, is frequently taken out at the Final Four, they tried to do something about that. Uh, and that is, the winner of the Final Four challenge no longer gets to vote with the other people of who gets to go home. Instead, they will be picking who gets to go to the end with them, and then the people that were not selected have a fire-making challenge. Um, I suppose before anything, what are your thoughts on this twist in, you know, short function, because we'll get into it much bigger next week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I don't mind the show experimenting with some stuff. Um, I don't know that you're ever necessarily going to solve this problem because all you generally do it's like when they expanded to a final three from a final two it was for the same situation like the further you push this out the more you're gonna be like oh no now the best people go home at final five or whatever it's just you know you're just pushing it back yeah um, and i agree it, with this that this is fine i understand why they're doing it i fact like I, I almost agree to some level uh because i think it also uh offers some level of protection for that person that makes the, that wins that final four frequently that person gets punished by the person that they voted out even though uh, yeah when it's the final three they're not the only person that votes but pe typically people um out of fear and self-protection go with what the idol holder is going to go with sometimes they force fire making challenges i'll say you know uh fire making challenge isn't as interesting or tell yeah telegenic as they are acting like it is but I do think it is a legitimate problem for the show that the final act of the season is typically boring because we know what's going to happen that like, you know, one good person is going to go to the end and they will take out the other good person that, mm -hmm. yeah, that 
if you're structuring a television show, um, you would like to avoid that anticlimax. But to your point, you're just kicking the can down the road. Now, maybe in some cases, what will happen is they, they fail to do it because they have that final five protection with an idol. So maybe that person won't get taken out. Uh, and then they will have an opportunity to bring themselves there if they can work on fire or whatever. Another thing that this could potentially do is um, let's target the people who know how to start fires. Maybe a nice yes. thing that could happen is pe- other people will learn how to make a fire uh, instead of just being like, hey, survival is somebody else's shtick. I will just benefit off of their hard work. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it'll have the effect they want. This season, it might because it doesn't seem like they're giving them a lot of time to plan for this, which is right. a bit of a problem, but it's not um, unlike Survivor to throw things at people. So with that in mind, I think uh, Chrissy will win the final immunity. Um, we've seen her win a couple. Uh, these are often, you know, elaborate things, but end in a puzzle. Uh, so I think that how Chrissy will do it. She will choose Ryan to go to the finals, both because he is her closest and also because duh. And, mm-hmm. and also because she doesn't want to go against Ben and that gives Devin a chance to beat Ben, but I don't think he will. I think Devin is, uh, the final, the, the fourth place finisher. Hmm. Okay. Well, then I guess you have the exact opposite scenario I do because I've got Ben as my fourth place finisher. Similar thinking. Um, I don't know who necessarily wins immunity. I'm guessing it's not Ben. Um, <laughs> so it will likely be, you know, Chrissy would probably be the clearest contender based on track record so far. Um, but you know, if Devin makes it, sure, fine. Uh, I have a feeling Devin is not going to get it because Ryan, it's been mentioned in a couple exit interviews, is completely inert around camp and likely would lose a fire making challenge against absolutely anyone because i'm imagining he does not have that as a skill in his toolbox um that's the world's emptiest toolbox man it is it is a very bare toolbox Um, he's a bellhop who you can't really believe can lift a suitcase (laughs) so instead it's gotta be you know chrissy or ryan winning immunity and Come on, we just discussed. Ryan winning immunity seems unlikely. So we'll say your scenario is correct. Chrissy wins immunity. That would probably leave Devin then to compete against Ben. I think Devin can pull it out because he is, of course, a bright, beautiful light. And he just has to shine that light onto the fire and ignite it. And I just want to you know, pause for people here. If you're thinking, how will Ben get to the end? This is how. He survives five. And then... I like his odds against anybody in a fire-making challenge. I don't, again, we don't, haven't seen enough evidence, although this very episode we saw him make an, a fire in the morning and then go yep. off and look for the idol. Something there, maybe. Uh, check your edgex. Uh, so that's how. He doesn't actually have to survive two votes. Um, so, yeah, I think he does, uh, which brings us to the final three. Third place is easily Chrissy. Undeniably. With, uh, well, I mean, there's one way it's not Chrissy, right? Uh, is that if she ties for second. Um, yeah. But she will get zero votes and a very heated jury. But here's a further little bonus prediction. Despite everything the jury says to her, despite the general attitude they will project to her, there will still be people on the internet ready to do, defend uh, her and her gameplay and accuse the rest of us of making things up. <laughs> 
Doesn't matter. No, no. Uh, we don't need extra evidence uh, of people disliking her. We don't need the word of people who were out there. Uh, we're making stuff up. Chrissy's uh, a peach. Uh, so, yeah, you got Chrissy third, obviously, right? Oh, I, I, like, it's the the lock of this season. It was like Troy being third place last season was like a lock from halfway through the season. Yeah, as I said, the only way is if... Uh, neither of the other two people get votes and then she gets a tie second uh, right. although chrissy is dislikable enough that you could see somebody pulling like a beatus um <laughs> to ensure that does not happen i will say that ryan um maybe he gets lauren's vote uh because she's just really hurt what ben did who knows maybe even Devin, because he seems to really not be on team uh uh, De- uh, Ben, and also, you know, maybe he gets a kick out of it. Like, hey, man, you did it. We were, you know, we were buds once. So I think he will get a vote somewhere to finish second. Yeah. Uh, th- I have him as one vote ceiling for second place. So yeah, that's roughly where I'm at. I just, the only opposite or the only difference we have is, uh, winner in fourth place because you think Ben's going to win it. I think Devin wins it. And we both clearly think that it will be an easy victory and yes. thus the whole jeff probe spoiled the final t- tribal tie theory can go on the shelf right next to the co-rung finale spoiled the game changers pre-merge boot order in the wonderful world of fan theories i don't think that probes did that i don't think that's the oh, the reason why he discussed ties in the in that finale last season and if that was his motivation that he needed to prime the pump for this tie a that's a dumb way to do it because um, you're not priming anything. You're gonna have to explain yeah, you this have a to lot. Explain it this season anyway. <laughs> and B, what would he have done if that vote that he had laid out in the hypothetical world of Ty versus Brad versus Troy had not ended up in a tie? What if you know people didn't play along? What if people didn't raise their hands? What if it? Yeah, if Troy doesn't say and you win. That's what had to happen. All these people at a live environment where some of them are half drunk had to like choreograph the tie so that Probes finally had the way that he could announce this tie before we saw it. Because frankly, who wouldn't want to spoil this thing that was about to happen? That's, it's, it's just a silly thing. Uh, one more bonus prediction for the finale. Uh, we saw a quick shot of Chrissy's expired idol. Maybe it's going to make a return. Uh, it, it will be meaningless, like all fake idols. <laughs> I like that one. Um, I, I'm trying to envision a scenario where you end up with a tie, and it's got to be that neither Devin nor Ben makes it to Final Tribal Council, or both of them do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how it could happen is it's both of them, and what happens is that Ben or Devin wins immunity. Right. That's that would be the way because then the other could win their way. Will win. Final I think. I think we, uh, maybe, maybe Chrissy can make a fire. You know, sometimes those things are unpredictable. But in fact, like me, I, I and I'd put her chances higher against Devin than Ben. But I also don't get the impression she's been doing a lot around camp, uh, besides berating people for not having her social game. Uh, but yeah, that would be how if one of them wins. Uh, if they're both alive at Final Four and one of them wins uh, Final Four. Then there's a good bet that both of them are there, and then we get the tie that you know Jeff Probst just couldn't wait to tell us all about. And you guys can throw it in my face. Have fun mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, if we somehow end up with Mike, Chrissy, and Ryan as a final three, uh, great. We got the ending that this season deserved. Uh, I think if we get Mike, Ryan, and Chrissy in the final three, Mike wins pretty handily. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe Ryan gets a couple more votes, like a JP vote. Um, sure. 
I don't know if that's a couple though, because I, then I don't think Lauren would vote for him. So there I, you I go. I wonder if JP would be the, the lone Chrissy vote in that scenario. I, it's possible, but <laughs> I also think he's been in a jury house with these people. Like, yeah, I mean, JP has no beef with Chrissy, but I don't think he votes for her over Ben. Well, he is the biggest blank slate of all, so we'll see. And, and again, what if he forgets to vote, man? Here, here's <laughs> another bonus prediction. You're not going to hear from JP in this finale at all. Oh, seconded. I would like to put money on it. Yeah, we need to set up some prop bets for this. Uh, if we had, you know what they should do? They should do the parade of losers and go through the whole loser montage, and then just throw up a white screen when it's JP's turn, and then move on to the next person. Well, I, like I think we don't want it to seem like it's an editing error. They should walk by his pole. But say nothing. Like just keep mm-hmm. walking, head down, and like just like you know the you know rack focus from like the both of them or something like so. Yeah, we're not skipping JP. There's just ain't nothing there, man. No, uh, you, you walk by and you go, oh JP, and then you just keep walking. Yeah, that might be funnier because we need that like that beat. Uh, but yeah, because like in prior final tribal councils, he, he would have to say something. They forced you to go out there and say something. That ain't true anymore. Uh, JP will, uh, you know, just have his hands crossed and it'll be fun. Uh, all right. So that's an, uh, surprisingly extra long episode, but hey, we're heading into a finale. We've got lots to talk about. Sure. Uh, I apologize in advance to you and you only because I will not apologize to anybody else ever again, uh, for the extra work you may have had to do at the end there, but I saved you some time. At least you get to warm up a bit. Sure. On that note. If you ever want to find us on our website, you can do that at purplerockpodcast.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter at purplerockpod is the show. We live tweet every episode. I live tweet every episode. You do not watch live. Um, uh, Matt does a live blog on our site. Um, and we've just recently gotten noticed that the provider we do that on, Storify, is shutting down. If any of you guys have any experience with other live blog apps... Uh, send us a, send us a note. We're, we're in, uh, the market for a completely free one that does exactly what we do currently do now. Oh, look at you looking out for Matt like that. Um, at Purple Rock John is me on Twitter. He is, of course, at Purple Rock Andy. You can find the podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, whatever. You know how to hit subscribe buttons at whatever you're listening on. Andy, anything else this week? Let's hit some music. 